What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Big Baby Steve. And you're listening to Philly Talks. Hey, guys. I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited. Tomorrow, September 7th, it's the fights. It's the motherfucking fights. UFC 242 in Dubai. I mean, because they're in Dubai, the fight card starts way earlier over here in the East Coast. And on the West Coast, it starts way later, which I am so happy because I want Dana White to see that the East Coast really be supporting UFC when we when we be watching fights. Because Saturday nights at 10 o'clock, rather than going out to clubs and bars to party, we out here buying fights or going supporting, you know, we'll go to like a Buffalo Wild Wings or something where they're showing the fights. And, the, you know, the main card doesn't start until 10 o'clock. You know, you know what? Like ten o'clock, and it doesn't finish until like one o'clock in the morning. Like, if I'm not partying, I'm, I should be in bed by twelve on, on Saturday. If I'm not partying, like, like you, like, so I, I now want to know if the West Coast, because I believe the West Coast it will start at like eleven. So I want to see how loyal the West Coast is, because now, because usually their fight cards start by like six. Six in the afternoon, and they end about maybe around ten, while we over here starting at ten. So I want to see how loyal they are because the East. Because if I want, I want Dan White to be like, you know what? Maybe we should really give the East Coast some, you know, some love. You know, I'm not saying you gotta give us some more three o'clock or five o'clock fights or anything, but at least start at eight. You know what I'm saying? Give me from like, you know, I I got you from eight. To 11, 8 to 12, I got you. You know what I'm saying? I'm there. You know, let me, let me, let, let me go get some sleep afterwards. You know, because sometimes I got to work on a Sunday morning. And, like, before I had to work, like, literally at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, and my old job, and I would still be loyal to the UFC and be watching these fights until 12, knowing I got to get up in, like, four hours. So, I'm hoping... We could get some more earlier cards. I'm pretty sure we're not. I'm pretty sure they got a whole analytics teams that like analyzes and everything. It's like, nah, we got this is the way we got to keep it. This is how we make the most money. So, I guess, but you know, show some love to the East, Dana. Jesus Christ. But UFC 242. This joint gonna be crazy. I'm just gonna focus on real quick on the predictions I got for the co-main event and the main event. You know what I'm saying? So, the co-main event, we're going to start off Paul, uh, Paul Felder versus Essen Barboza. That Jones going to be a slobber knocker. Like, straight nasty. So, Paul and uh, Paul and Barboza actually fought back in 2015. And uh, I actually used to own, like, a, a pizza shop. Me and my family owned a pizza shop. And I... I remember we I invited Rick, his brother Zach, and Lender to come over to the pizza shop and we actually watched it at my pizza shop. Like they, we got a table and we watched it on the TV. And uh if I remember that fight correctly, I remember like Barboza was um he I'm not gonna tell you he took advantage, but I'm like he definitely uh outworked, maybe outclassed Felder in in some ways. Like I remember like at some point it was like the the third round. Felder tried to take him down, and I was like, "You you're you're down by two, Felder." Like, 
taking this guy down ain't going to do nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? So you shouldn't be doing that. Uh, but again, I'm not a not his coach or anything. But just from what I, what I saw, Barboza was like, he was just real technical. He was giving a uh, fellow the works that night. That, that, that's back in 2015. Here we are four years later, and I can tell you for a fact, Paul Felder, for a fact, has evolved as an MMA fighter. This guy has gotten better and better and better. Um, for me, I knew Felder was on another level when he fought. Uh, who did he fight? I believe he fought. Okay, back late 2017. This is like December of 2017. This is what I this one new Felder. Like, don't get me wrong. I knew Felder was like an uprising star and all that, but I knew he had evolved his game when he fought Charles Oliveira at UFC 218. And Felder uh, was not afraid to go to the ground with Charles Oliveira. Uh, if you don't know who Charles Oliveira is, my guy is nasty on the ground. If he's on top, you're dead. If you're on, if he's on bottom, you, there's a good chance you're going to be dead too. Like, he's nasty with his submissions and his transitions and his sweeps. And I remember Paul Felder had him on the ground, and he just said, fuck it, we on the ground, say no more. And Paul just starts gets on top of him, and he starts raining, raining down these elbows over and over and over and over. And I was like, Jesus Christ, someone stop this. And he finally got, and he got the finish, if I'm not mistaken. He got the finish in the second round. Like, that's when I knew, like, oh, wow, Felder was not afraid to go to the ground with Charles Oliveira. That's crazy. Because Charles, I think he's, he's racked up, like, almost a good portion of submissions in the UFC. Like, he's he's in that enchilant where he, like, if he gets one or two more, like, he's, like, either tying the record for the most submissions or he's going to be breaking the record and going over the most submissions in the UFC. Like, he, that's, like that's his game. And for Felder to get him on the ground, take him down, and destroy him the way... And when I mean destroy, I mean destroy. Like, I know sometimes I exaggerate what I'll be saying. Like, man, he destroyed him, but he really... No, this... Paul really destroyed Charles on that on the ground. And Charles is not a slouch. So for Paul, when I saw that, I said, okay. Paul out here, you know, whatever he's doing up in Rufus Sports, hey, keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because his, his stand-up looked great. And his ground game seems to be evolving, which is great. I, I, I truly hope Paul's like, I don't know if he's training with Ben Askren or something. I hope he is. You know what I'm saying? Because Ben, you know, even though Ben got, you know, everybody's like, oh, Ben got nothing. I'm not, okay. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it was crazy to see, but it, it happened. But don't get the game twisted. Like, Ben Askren is one of the best wrestlers in the world today. So, for anyone who thinks, like, oh, like, Ben's value is not, it's not diminished. Like, Ben is still one of the best wrestlers in the world. So for him to be going against Damian Maya, not in, on this card, but a future card, I forget what card it is, but for him to be fighting Damian Maya, that's going to be crazy because Damian Maya likes the ground as well. So I want to see if Ben Askren will be able to, like, hold Damian Maya down for, you know, and actually, like, either grind him out or maybe try to get a submission. You know what I mean? And I know some of you guys who know the fight game who are like, Damian Maya getting submitted, what are you talking about? I understand, but I didn't think Robbie Lawler would have got submitted, and he did. And then, again, I'm not gonna go off topic on this, but that's gonna be a good fight in the future. 
But right now, I'm, I'm keep. Why did my dog's over here jumping all over the furniture and stuff? Stop jumping on the furniture. Uh, yeah, and Barboza, you know, Barboza, I think, has also evolved. But, in like, don't get me wrong, the leg kicks are going to be a, a factor. He has some deadly kicks. Not just leg kicks, but deadly to the body and to the head. Uh, his wheel kick of Terry Adam, like, still goes. Like, that happened almost maybe, what, nine years ago? 2010-ish, maybe? Maybe before that? And it's still on the highlight reels. Like, it's nasty. Uh, but if you, like, here's my thing. Like, when we saw Khabib uh, fight Barboza, Khabib took Barboza down and just took the sails, took the winds out of his sails. Like, that was three rounds of just, like, ouch. Like, Khabib was just a straight mauler that night. And it's Khabib, so don't get me wrong. I, we, I understood that. I said, look, this, that's Khabib's game. But then, if you look back and you go back to, when was it? Was it last year? Yeah, 2018. At Fight Night 128, UFC Fight Night 128, April of 2018. He fought Kevin Lee. So, he, so in 2017, he fought Khabib. Right, at the end of 2017. In the, right, the beginning of 2018... He fights Kenley, and Kenley does exactly the same thing that uh, Khabib did to Barboza. Barboza and Kenley gets in there. Kenley takes him down, and he starts to maul him on the ground. Like, I don't like... He literally took what Khabib did and took that and just added some ground and pound. And he busted up Barboza bad. Like, bad. Uh, and he got the finish in the fifth round. With like two minutes left. Like, so now I'm wondering, is Felder going to go out there and try to trade with Barboza? Or is he going to, because his, because what I seen with what Felder did to Charles Oliveira, I can now imagine Barboza going through that same thing. I can see Felder using his feet and hands to try to get in, get a quick takedown and just straight maul him with elbows and punches against the cage. Because it's been proven. You know, it's one thing when Khabib does it to you, and you're like, all right, fuck. Like, that, it, it happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, cool. It's another thing. And don't get me wrong, Kevin Lee's a really good wrestler as well. Jesus, why do these all, Philly don't know how to be quiet. Philly does not know how to be quiet. Uh, but it's, uh, Kevin Lee's also a good wrestler, but for him to go and, take down uh, Barboza and dominate him the way that he did, you know, it makes me think uh, if Felder does that, that can probably be his game plan to, like, literally ground out Barboza and take the win. And I don't think Barboza wants that. So I think Barboza's going to have to really, you know, use his kicks and all that. But we'll see. But my prediction for the co-main event, I think Paul Felder takes down um uh Barboza and I think you know I think he grounds him out. Either he's gonna get a decision or he's gonna get a finish from the ground. Paul Felder is. And he's gonna finish Barboza. You know, that's just my prediction. Maybe it goes the other way, maybe Barboza catches him with a high kick, knocks him out. You never know.
But in my prediction for that co-main event, that's what I have. Uh, and then we go all to the... What is this? Um, the main event, Poirier versus Khabib. Jesus Christ. If you just... The main... Like, if you just go back to Poirier's last fight... And I understand he was fighting Max Holloway, who was coming up from 145. And Max looked a little smaller. But Max isn't a slouch either. And Dustin looked just phenomenal in that last fight. He looked, he looked phenomenal against a really, really good fighter. So, but Khabib is coming off, I think Khabib's last fight, who, well, I think it was McGregor, if I'm not mistaken. Was it McGregor? Let me, let me make sure, let me just make sure, because I don't want to misspeak on this. But, I think we might be seeing, like, Khabib take him down, and I think, but here's my thing. Let me just check real quick because I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, it was against yeah. So his last so last year, 2018, he got the he got the win over um, Alaquinta, and then he got the win over McGregor. But here's the thing about the McGregor fight. Um, the first shot that Khabib takes on McGregor in that fight. McGregor defended it very well. Like, Khabib didn't just get a takedown. Like, Khabib really like had to wrestle McGregor for a good minute on a shot. Because McGregor was just, like, transitioning with him to make sure he didn't get the takedown. Until finally Khabib, you know, after putting his, like, his sixth shot in a row. And uh, finally was able to get him to the cage and take him down. But if you go watch that Conor McGregor-Khabib fight, Conor has some really good... Uh, takedown defense that held off uh, Khabib for a minute. A minute, maybe a minute and a half. And, you know, I, I only bring it up because Poirier, you know, his uh, his coach, Mike Brown, Mike Brown, I believe, yeah, Mike Brown, uh, is also a wrestler over at, uh, and he coaches up at American Top Team. That's where Dustin's at. And Dustin's been wrestling for a minute. Like, Dustin, it's not like Dustin's just, like, just throws hands and he hasn't been practicing his. He's been practicing his wrestling since getting into MMA, you know. And if Dustin can put up some real serious defense and actually has a wrestling coach, what Mike, Mike Brown is, and they can actually put a game plan together to only keep Khabib away, but to hold away the takedowns, because we've seen that for a while in the um, Khabib and um, Aliquinda fight. Aliquinda was like, he was getting taken down, but he was able to defend. He wasn't really getting that damage. But in the late rounds, you saw Alec, uh, Al start to um, stuff the shots. And Al was also a wrestler. And you saw him stuff the shots after a while. So I think if, you know, if Poirier comes in there with the mindset of like because look we all know Khabib's gonna go straight forward juggernaut brother I'm gonna take you down and fuck you up that's just that's, that's, that's what he's gonna do he's gonna he's gonna throw a couple punches and he's gonna go or he's gonna duck some of your punches or even take one of your punches just to get the takedown just to get in there and get a takedown so in my opinion I think Poirier you know we all know what the game plan is keep your distance don't throw any kicks but at the same time, that's if Poirier is scared of getting taken down. If Poirier isn't getting scared of taking down because he knows he can get back up or he could pull off a submission, 
he's going to be in there for a minute. He's going to be like, screw it. He might catch Khabib with something. We've seen Khabib get rocked before. When Khabib fought Michael Johnson, Khabib got rocked. I don't care what anybody says. He got rocked. So if Dustin can catch Khabib early, or at least weather the storm, if, if Poirier can just weather the storm for the first two rounds and really make Khabib work and then start adding his shots in, we might be seeing a different fight. You know, Poirier might be leaving here with the belt. So my, predict, my prediction, though, no lie, I think Khabib takes down Poirier. I think it's five rounds of straight domination. Uh, or at least, he's, at least Khabib wins by decision. To continue and become the ultimate. <laughs> hey, 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 don't be. I'm, I'm over here. You don't see me recording. You already being so goddamn disrespectful. What you barking at? My look. If you guys can see my dog right now, she just literally on one of the chairs, looking outside the window, just like being nosy. Like you know those like sixty-five year old grandmas that be looking out the window with the, with the blinds closed and they just be peeking through. That's what my dog is doing right now. She just, just can't mind her business. Don't bark while I'm recording. Stupid. She's going to look at me like, I don't give a fuck you're recording. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so I think Khabib, my prediction is Khabib wins this by decision. I don't think he's going to be able to finish Poirier unless he pours it on and goes for a submission like a rear naked choke and he really puts the squeeze on. But other than that, I see a decision for Khabib. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. Um, all right, guys. That was my take, my predictions on the co-main event and main event that's coming up at the next UFC. Tell me what you guys think. If you guys think that you agree on me or something, let me know. We'll talk about it. All right, but that's, that's enough from me. I'm Big Baby Steve. You're listening to Philly Talks. Have a good one.